good whatever time of the day it is you are listening this is the q q p q what q p this is the pna podcast express quick trip q- i got i got P-pie? i got my q's and my p's and my p's and q's all P-Q's. mixed up there pdq's pretty damn quick i better figure it out anyway yes. it's the pna podcast express quick trip Episode number There's four B seven two two seven four seven 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 eight one nine one zero two or the thirty sixth quick trip dash alpha yes he's Adam Filkins I'm Phil Nickel Julie Stoliker joining us doing something over here well she's wiping her glasses apparently seeing better makes her a better podcaster yes so you can email As us it does everyone. <laughs> You can email us at pineapplenipplearsehole at gmail.com or pnapodcastexpress at gmail.com. I promise you this will be a, a quicker, quicker trip than we are have been releasing lately. Quickity-quick trip. Quickity-quick. Quickity-quick. Any, quick, uh... Quickity-quickity-quack. You ready, Julie? Are you ready? To, like, talk into, that, talk into that thing shaped like a dick. Wow. <laughs> Why did she immediately look at you and start talking to you? Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's a solid burn right there. It was. It that's was. a very solid burn. I'm kind of proud of that one. You might want to get a little closer. Or do this, and we'll swing oh. it. There we go. Oh. we got to pick you up with the car. Swinging it. There yeah. You Just swing. Swinging. There we go. Are we better now? I think we are better. So, are Adam. Are we good we go. now? We're Adam, good. you have okay. a gear grind you want to share. I do. So, I DJed a wedding this weekend. And go the on. people who actually wrote the check were fantastic human beings. Everybody else can suck a big dick. <laughs> so, what, what about a medium-sized dick? Could they suck that no, too? No, it's got to be big. It, you want huge. them to gag on that shit? Huge, like okay, telephone just, pole. Just, well, people are becoming ruder and meaner. They're just so. I have a theory since this whole like everybody's been locked down and we're just now kind of getting back out into the normal world that they are so used to just pleasing themselves. <laughs> Speaking of pleasing that myself, that, that they they forget that there's other people involved in things. So I, I I always put out request sheets, right? Right. I have request sheets that have 15 spaces on them, and I usually print out about 10 for a reception. And that's I had, enough for any one person. I had seven full sheets of requests. <laughs> no possible way I can get them all on, right? And I had a strict rule by the bride and groom. No country. Nice. Oh. No polkas. Whoever you were, I love you. Oh. So I was not against that. I have plenty of a repertoire to get through a night without country music. Repertoire? I know. Some cunt. Now. Some, you put the cunt some, in country sometimes. Well, but, but country has evolved into like pop country. It's just pop. So it's pop there, music now. But, yeah. But there are some, quote, country singers that have pop songs. So how do you delineate those? Um, based on the artist or based on the song itself, and where based the, on I didn't play any country. Okay. Based on this, sucks but, but dick. define country, Every, artist or so song. everybody when they release something they have to designate their the genre. genre. Okay, if it's designated as country, I did not play it. So like, okay. it, so you could you could have been like, I want to hear some Florida Georgia Line, and that's some rock and roll, bitch. Yeah, I'd be like, no, but, it ain't. May may no rock and roll. Nice. Remember when Taylor Swift was pushed upon us as a country artist? Yeah. What the fuck? What a bitch. Well, they just tried to claim her. Country tries to claim everybody. They Oh, John Bon Jovi's country now. No, he's not. No, he's not. Kid he's Rock not. is country now. Yeah, Kid no, Rock is country. not. Got no. the Cadillac pussy. 
<laughs> That's one of his songs, by the way. Yeah. But so I had people coming up and going, I want to hear anything by Weezer. And it's like, not really reception music, not country music, but I can't think of a good Weezer song for a reception. And I like Weezer. On an island in the sun. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. But Hashpipe hash pipe is on the brink. But other than that, most Weezer songs are just like stoner dudes drinking at a party, hanging around. But here, here's and the like thing: playing hacky sack. I had so many requests that were decent requests, right? That you that you could sort those out. Yeah. So then, but halfway through the night, well, I, I would say about ten thirty, the mother of the groom comes up and requests a song. And it was country. Oh, she no. And she it was country. Gets she's she, priority. No, it was country. Well, she yeah, just she gets priority. She's like, it was I wanna, country. I want to dance with my boy to this song. No, she's just like I've heard this played at a lot of weddings. I'd never heard the song before, and I've DJed a lot of weddings. Yes, and I've never heard the song before. And I'm like, yes. She goes, it's really funny. I want it for my son. He'll love it. Fuck you, bitch. So I'm you like, broke my heart. So the no, name of the song ended up being Itty Bitty Titties. It was extremely, extremely inappropriate. Oh, shit. And yeah. it was it was not good. But it wasn't even funny by any means. <laughs> well. Like, if you're trying and, to be satirical, well, at least well, be funny, no. right? She she went over and she, her and a very questionable friend went over and started rubbing his chest. And he you could tell he was... A, Extremely uncomfortable, like while all, all this was happening. A awkwardness. And I cut the sh- song a little short, just because I'm like, this is bullshit. You well, know, you're a good Poor human. Shit. Yeah, and I, I apologize to the people who wrote the check. I'm like, that was that was requested by the groom's mom, and they're like, oh, what? What? I'm like, that's the only reason I got played because I had never heard it before, and I'm usually pretty. Um, pretty in tune, pretty yeah. with it. Like, if happy. I don't know a song... Like, I had a lot of inappropriate songs requested that night. And you ditched them. And I, and I ditched you them because I'd, I'd pull them out of my phone. You. and or Mary was with me, so she was listening to them on her phone. And she'd be like, no. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, I wish I would have sussed that one out a little more. But I could not believe all of the, like, people of the above 60 generation... That would come up. I had one lady come up and go, "If you don't play one of the three songs that I requested, I'm taking my granddaughter and I'm leaving." And I'm so they put like, this onus on you, like oh, yeah, like, so, well, like my so whole like, night no, is ruined if you don't no, play these so songs. Like, oh, well, too acting so, bad. Can I so ask I you, told her. I, well, I told her. I said, "You're in no condition to drive and should not get behind the wheel." Boom. And can uh, I, and what you do is not up to me. Can I? Ask so you I don't really care. A question: When you DJ. Uh, weddings. Do you put out a tip jar? No. Of course not, because you're not a techie human being. No. I was at a wedding, and the DJ put out a classy. tip jar. Yeah. And no, I'm like, holy DJ. fuck. Like, if I'm if I'm DJing, like, I've DJed weddings before, I've never put out a tip jar. I never would do that. But now, in the bar, when, I, when I've when DJed bars scenario. before, well, I'll put out a tip jar. Yeah. Because it is different, because But I'm also typically not being paid, honestly, other than beer. 
Well, like it, it's kind of like being it, in a band, it, like a it's house. It's a whole yeah. different. It's a whole different. But I, I was at a wedding. Right. I was at a wedding, wedding and the DJ. A dignified event. It should be a dignified event. I was right. at a wedding and the DJ had a tip jar out there, no. and and I asked around, and he was getting paid very handsomely to do this event. Well, that, that's that's I was just, just tacky say, as fuck, I, isn't it? I don't charge a little bit to DJ because right. I'm pretty good at what I do. Right. right. I have no, no mic fright, and it's a skill. It, yeah. yeah, it is a skill, and and if you read the crowd appropriately. You can kind of so, gear your music. Like if everybody's nothing, dancing there's to nothing the more dis- dances, There's nothing so more you, disappointing you, than like, when you're DJing a wedding and the dance floor is just empty. totally empty. You're like, oh, so like, shit. Here's the thing. So this I'll was, fade songs out, and I'm sure you would, too. Like oh, in the yeah. middle, like, oh, no, this isn't working. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I, I, I play certain songs that are like six and a half minutes, and I know that people aren't going to dance to the same song that long. So I cut it off at about four and a half. Right. Just because there's a nice, I know exactly where I'm going to cut it off. And I've always told and Mary. you know music theory, so you know when the point is right. where you can cut it off and make it sound like it was the whole song. But like, I'm not joking. From the minute I opened the dance floor up and they had a huge, it was an outdoor event. They brought in a huge dance floor. Right. And I was like, wow, this is going to kind of feel empty. It was the entire that's awesome. That's awesome. Until until that song, the itty bitty song, till Cadillac Pussy, the played. itty bitty titty song. Because everybody's like, I don't want to be seen dancing to and it then, because you don't want to be seen right. enjoying something I, so tacky. I'm not joking. There was not nice another wedding. adult on the on the dance floor that night. And I had like all these like 13 to 15 year olds that kept asking for Baby Shark, and I finally told the one because she would come baby up after every song. Shark, go, do, 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 oh, do, do. Are you going to play Baby Shark? And I told her. No, I'm not. She goes, everybody wants to hear Baby Shark. I'm like, nobody ever wants to hear Baby Shark, and it will not play through my speakers. You are fake news. Yeah. I was kind of rude. By the end of the night, I was kind of rude about it. So, like, I also have, I don't consider it rude. I consider it blunt and honest, like, truthful. Like, no, these are our standards, and these are our boundaries for our parameters for the night, for our, to keep it classy. And, and I, I make it a point to try and get to know the people that I'm DJing for a little As bit. As well, you should. Every every time I've ever DJed someone's wedding, I sat down with them for at least 15 to, minutes to at least a half an hour and said, what do you expect? What do you want? Well, How do you pronounce your crew? The number one thing you should always ask, thing. and you know this, what don't you want? What should never right. happen under any circumstances? Well, first, first I send them a questionnaire. Yeah. They have to fill out the questionnaire, and then we sit down and go through it. And I kind of verify everything with them, and I and I go through it all with them, and it's like like bridal dance announcements. Right. Like, how do you want the names announced? How do you pronounce the names? How it's time to cut the cake. Yeah, yeah like are, okay, are the the groom? Can I draw your attention to the left hand corner of the tent? Like, where they will be cutting the cake, you know, ladies the, and gentlemen. Put your hands together. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but are the parents? You know, are the the bridal party's parents married? Like, are the you know, so right. do Are I step- announce it like and so and so or Mr. and Mrs. How do I right. how do I do the all that? Because so, it, it can so, be so, so, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So your your the bride's dad is married to her stepsister? Yeah. Wait or, a minute. <laughs> or you know, well, the bride's dad is married to the groom's ex sister in law. You know, some you know, somewhere in Third all that. cousin twice removed. Yeah, right. You, you wanna know that. You wanna know what to avoid to avoid well, awkwardness and that like pause. I would rather ask a bunch of questions up right. front than to screw something up on their wedding day. Yes, because, because that I, is their day and it's I, being videotaped. The I've videographer's going to catch it. And Wait a minute. Right. Uncle George is a Nazi? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, you don't want to do that. 
Try and not so, mention it, okay? I mean, I've done same-sex marriages where there's a lot of awkward questions that need to be asked ahead of time. Yes. Like, which one is the bride? Right. Which one is give, being given away? Which this? Which that? And, and there's, so there's a lot they of don't, stuff but to do cover. They, a lot don't mind, do they? They don't mind because at all. If they right. are true... They're, ha- they're, they're, they're happy you considered that. Exactly. Everyone that I've done. If they're true in their spirit, they can appreciate that question up front rather than assumptions. You know, you don't have a, a wedding with two grooms. Because when you make an assumption, you make an ass out of you and umption. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and umption don't like it. Umption no. hates being an ass. But no, I mean, seriously, everybody appreciates getting those questions get, up get front. Get because honest and get the right answers. And, and, and to me, it shows that I have experience doing it. So if and, I'm asking and res- these things... And respect for them. Right. And, and I don't want to screw it up. But I have never, ever had so many disrespectful people that... I had a lady come up. I had played her song early in the night, and she came up and requested. And I'm like, I already played it. And she comes up again a little later. She's like, We well, should play it again. I'm like, I have more requests than I will get to already tonight, so I'm not going to double play a song. So, but it, if it, if the opportunity arises, I'll play it. At the end of the night, she just comes up. And she's like, It's really shitty. You didn't play my song. I'm like, I did play your song. It was not shitty. It's shitty of you to expect me to play it again. As, I, I tend oh, to get. Good for you. As, I tend to get a little fiery back with people. No, because you know what? People that get shitty like that need to get some shit back because you can't get away with that. What? I, I'm not sure. As, as Charlie, to our as Charlie, as Charlie would say, on um, "It's Always Sunny." Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yes. So I, I did have one person come up with the bride and say to me. He won't play my ludicrous song, and I, so I'm like, "Did you respond with that's ludicrous?" I'm like, "No, I won't." And the bride's like, "Well, why won't you play it?" I'm like, "Because there is not a non-illicit version, and you have 15 under 15 year olds on the floor right now. I'm not playing that song." I said, "I don't care how much you pay me. I'm not playing that song." Did you, did you oh, play? Did you play tag team? Is- Hope there it is. That is awesome. No, no. And there that, it is. That is like so Sprinkles. Tall. That's totally <laughs> respectful. But you have to know your audience and you're observant of your audience. I think that's awesome because you need to gauge your audience well, and, and all that. And, and you need to be appropriate. There's so much inappropriateness now well, everywhere. And I, I know the people who are, I, I know the people real well. I work with the, the mom of the bride. And I know the family real well, known them for a long time, and I know that that would not be something that they would want to happen. Right. And when I told the bride, I'm like, there is no non-explicit version of that. Right. I said, there's. I said, I have a hard time finding any ludicrous song that has any kind of non-explicit version. You got it. And she's just like, oh, that makes sense. And she kind of yeah. told her friend off a little bit. But, you know... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> I'm a McConaughey is in the building, so we're all going to hell in a handcart. I also got told got by somebody. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's went down hill in here. I also got told by somebody that, well, I'm the best friend of. And this was probably my best line of the night. I'm the best friend of the groom. I'm like, funny, I didn't give, see you give a speech before dinner. Right. What, did, was he in a? Was, was he even in the bridal party? No. <laughs> so how are you, the best friend? Yeah. So the last, the last wedding I DJed, 
I was told by a very drunk uncle of either the bride or the groom that I should shove the microphone up my ass. Oh, God, they would not want to hear that shit. And I said to him, like, sir, do you realize I have less expensive items I could shove up my ass to give me that amount of pleasure? (laughs) (laughs) Also more expensive items because I don't spend a lot of money on mics. That's right. We don't. We realize that. You can can find good mics at a great value. And you know what? When they peter out on you, yeah, they peter out. I used to only buy... Like in sure, the early days, are, yeah. sure, sure yeah. SM58s for vocals, right. which SM57s. are awesome mics. We're not dogging them; they're great no. mics. But at the time, they were like three hundred bucks a piece. And then I realized, right. I'm like, oh, there's several companies that make mics with the exact same specs out of the same parts. So, but, for, for reference, folks, the, the mics we're speaking to you right now on cost us um, three ninety nine and a uh, a membership to uh, podcast Avid Monthly. That's it. Yeah. No, they weren't quite that cheap. No, they weren't. And they didn't come with a cool subscription. <laughs> they're, they're good mics, though. They're good mics. But, so you sent me the you specs on good, You have good, you have good enough, you have, like, the best, and then you have right. good, and, like, the good enough, like, that's so close to so the thing, perfection the thing is, for a lot less value. But the thing is, is you have, you, have to, yeah. you have to know your environment. So, yes. so, like, I want, for my home studio when I get it up and running, it'll be sure, uh, probably SM7s. Which are beautiful mics, but they're good for a closed environment where we're obviously in a bar right now. They're not right. good for that. And they're not good for banging around, taking up and down, up and down, up and down. But in my own studio, they'll be there. These mics we have right now are just fucking outstanding because it's great sound quality. They, t- they can take a fucking beating. And I would put these yeah. in any studio. Yeah. I would not be... They're, they're a, an inch and a half diaphragm mic, which I know that doesn't right. mean anything to anybody. But basically look at it. Look at it like a speaker. You're dilated an inch and a half. <laughs> How many centimeters is that? <laughs> 2.54 centimeters. Right, My microphone's water just broke. 2.54 centimeters. Oh, wow. So, okay. like. Well, it's 25.4 millimeters to an inch, so 2.54 so centimeters it, to an like inch. It's like 25% so. of a baby's head. So if you're dilated 10 millimeters, you're, you're 10 centimeters, you're dilated 4 inches. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Think about that, folks. Nice. Good math. My day job's math. Uh, yeah, <laughs> math. Not meth, math. You'd make more money if you did math. I'd make a shit ton more money. I could cook meth like you wouldn't believe. I got a camper. Brian Cranston I actually don't. learned how to cook meth from experts at the Drug Enforcement Agency to study for the role of breaking that he played in Breaking Bad. Isn't that crazy? He oh, actually no learned shit. how to fucking cook meth. Yeah. And he probably does now. It makes a shitload more money than I he did. I don't think Brian Cranston needs to do any. Yeah. No. Well, I, I, but I just thought that's fascinating. I made it through a couple seasons of like, Breaking Bad, and then it got like too hinky. So break, I had to like. But Breaking Bad starts. It was like exhausting. Breaking to watch. Bad starts off so yeah. slow. It was though. exhaust. It was it's a great show. I, I liked. I liked the first couple seasons. It was right. kind of slow, kind of this. It was like um. And then it got hinky. It got weird. It just got. See, like, I liked it. It after went over the top. It was kind of like that that one series. Better call Weeds. Saul's better. Yeah. Did you ever we, watch we, yeah, Weeds? Weeds was, was good the, the first couple seasons, and then it just got. I mainly like, watched out of it control. for Kev, Kevin Nealon, which it didn't have enough of. I love yeah. Kevin Nealon. My favorite Kevin Nealon thing ever is the all drug Olympic skit he did on SNL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, it's been. You too got much. it. So good. So good. Oh, the big Russians tore his arms off. He's going to be disappointed. He probably doesn't feel much right now, but in the morning, that's really going to hurt. And meanwhile, blood is spurting out, and his arms are still attached to the barbell yeah. he was trying so, to lift. I mean, so, I mean, just saying, do you, do you think...
that like some of those Netflix shows, like The Weeds and the Breaking Bad, have led to drug epidemics. No, no uh, more so because I don't think they portrayed in such a positive light. But well, to me, they the drug culture caused a lot of anxiety in those shows. Right, it, they and, it did, and, and so I think people crazy. pick up on that. You know, but yet oh, still. If you want anxiety in your life, you can go into that. But if you don't, you'll stay away from it. You'll work at McDonald's. But, you know, just with the legalization, I mean, (laughs) I've seen in the real estate world where there's lots of properties here that are are going because they, they, people are moving to less populated areas so they can have more room to have their grow operations. So my brother was selling. So I don't know who's buying all this new pot that is being like quote legally grown now. Do you know the amount of pot that is? I bet you just in this building tonight, probably a lot of pot is being smoked. Everybody smokes. Maybe not in the building, but right outside the building. Every everyone. So I don't smoke it. No, I don't either. But I, I tell I you what, I have it, friends. Which is odd that we have three people here at the table that don't. Right. I now, mean, I, I'm, not no, saying that I've never, I, I'm not saying that I never have. I have. Well, you're not, not a regular. I'm not going to lie, but it, it's not a regular go-to at I, all. Like, I partake on occasion. Like I would say, tr- I would say, twice a year. I would is, say on average, I, w- I would be about a three to four time a year. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I kind of want to get into edibles. Just oh, I like food. Oh, dude, edibles oh, fuck okay, you right now, up. But they're beautiful. I had an experience with edibles earlier this year, and I ate some Rice Krispie treats that we referred to as Scooby Snacks. Nice. Well, I ate them. They were Scooby like snacks. rice, crispy Scooby snacks. I ate them way too late in the night. But the next morning, I'm like, I'm still high. No, I wasn't. I never felt high. I just got super ass hungry. Well, do you like, know how you trigger? Bro- do you know how you trigger edibles? Do you know? No, edibles. Edibles have a very distinct phrase you need to trigger them, and that's these edibles ain't shit. Oh, they were Scooby. And once that happens. Oh, I no. just got the best text ever. Go on. <laughs> so, tell me more. I just got a text from a uh, a friend of a mutual friend of Mad Dogs that said, "How the hell am I supposed to know if the refs are winning this game for the Lions or not?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I mean, is whoever said that. Thank you. That's one hundred percent the answer. Know, you know, that is one hundred percent the answer. Thank yeah, you. You will not know. Oh, that was beautiful. Oh as, God. As it's all tied up now. Do you yeah. care to divulge who it was, or we want to talk about that? Oh, uh, that was Jimmy Hacker. Oh fuck, I love Jimmy Hacker. <laughs> Jimmy, you're and still welcome. Come on the show with yes, us too, Jimmy. Fuck, dumb shit. Get over here. You have so many interesting things, and you're such a morbidly funny motherfucker. <laughs> morbidly Come on the show. Being the keyword. Oh yeah. God, Arlen's son. Yeah. Jimmy? Okay. Oh, he, is he a mortician as well? Yes. Of course but, he is. But one of the most twisted human beings on the planet. But we love him. Oh, yeah, but like scary. in such a good way. Uh, well, well, you have you to gotta be, be a little fucked up to do that job. In, in that line of work, you you have to be for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Intentional grounding on Jared Goff, number you know, sixteen for I mean, the Lions. Honestly, to you, you have to have a dark sense of humor there. Oh, and he does. He does. Well, He's outside it, the especially to run the. Um, and and and, so, and I'm going to make light of the and hackers funeral parlors have been around for 
They're called e- bullshit. Yeah. Actually, eons Since and eons. people started dying. Yes, in, in Sandusky. And I've known many, 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 people many generations People have been dying for eternity. But, yeah. but, which is always funny is because, like, What's my, funny about people dying? Well, no, but no, but my, my college I'm classmates and things that would, you. would drive through Sandusky and they go, Hacker funeral Remember the gaudy-ass fucking neon lights they had? Well, remember the Croswell movie, The Hackers? I'm like, is that a commercial? Well, but, but hackers, it made it sound like they were hacking up bodies. I mean, it's just kind of... Le- so like, I've told this like Have you ever thing. witnessed a... a, a, a <laughs> uh, what do they call it? Embalming? They hack no. up bodies. Yeah. So I, I've told this story before, but I'll, I'll tell it for your benefit. I'll give you the abridged version. I've told it before on the podcast, but... So there was a, a old gentleman that, got, that died out of Snover. And so... They're making the arrangements with the family and stuff, and Jim tells them, okay, you, you need to bring up a suit, you know, whatever you want them buried in, you need to bring that up. So they bring up a suit and a bag and everything, so Jim goes yeah, to get them dressed, yeah. and there's, there's no shoes, there's no socks, and there's no pants in the bag. So Jim, okay. call, Jim calls up the family, and he says, uh, hey, uh, there's no uh, shoes or socks or pants in the bag. And the guy goes... What do you need pants for? You cut the legs off, right? Isn't that how you drain the blood? <laughs> this is a true story. Total true story. And he's like, uh, no, we, we don't cut the legs off. I know, but but they have the bottom half closed all the time. Right. So why? Right. Why waste the pants? I, well, honestly, <laughs> yeah, now, pants? now you're thinking like Snowverites. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking like a human. I like, all right. Well, hold on. Let me finish. So, okay. so they, they bring up pants and socks. But then the, the son tells Jim, he's like, I wore the same size shoes of my dad, so I, I didn't bring any shoes because I can use those. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. awesome. So, like, the big joke has been is, what do you do with all those legs, Jim? Yeah, what are you doing with all those legs? <laughs> Where, you just got a shed full of those somewhere? Uh, Stacked up high? Oh, my like God. That's wood. what they make canes out of. They just, like, you know. <laughs> they let like, them go down to the bone. And, yeah. My cane is made out of so-and-so's yeah, femur. Like, fem- yeah, exactly. Think about it. <laughs> it's, the str- it's the strongest but, bone in the body. You know, it, it's crazy, though, because, you know, when, when my mom died, go to the funeral home, they're like, okay, you know, bring her oh, clothes. Oh, God, so. we're talking about this again. So I brought her clothes, and it's like, oh, well, you need undergarments. And I'm like, oh, well. She going to use those? Well, but right? she had she had lost so much weight, like, her her bra size, everything changed. And I'm like, she, well, and they said, well, we'll reconstruct. And I'm like. Wait oh. a minute, wait a minute. So they reconstruct? Do, I, I, so I give so much credit to funeral homes because. They do really try to make everybody look as yeah. real and as normal as what they were. And I'm like, wow, so I have to go buy a bra for a body that has nothing left. So and, if they want to do that for me, I'm going to be in a pair of boxers with Cheetos in my chest hair. Exactly. Yes. You know, I, it was like kind of like well, I, I kind of like looked at my kids and I said, "What do we want Grandma to be?" You know, it, it was an awkward moment. Like, oh, I I just thought we do it as it was, and no, you have to. They actually do a really good job of. They do. They, they do, do. And, and bless their hearts that there's somebody to do that stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I know it can't be an easy job, especially when they have to do something for somebody that they know. Yeah. Right. And, and, and doing uh, hair and makeup and, and making them look authentic. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it, it can't be an easy job. That's why it costs like $11,000. Well, everything just, is expensive now. Right. You know, talking to Jim, the, the chemicals that they have to use, the, the embalming fluids. Yes. And to are make just code. Outrageous, I, I mean, it is. You know, and uh, that's why I just want to be taken out in the woods and let the animals eat me. You can sign up for that. Yeah. They yeah, have or, the body farms where they, they study your, as you, long as you don't mind them studying your decomposition out in the wild. Yeah. Or yeah. you can be, definitely you can um, be cremated and put into a root of a tree and grow back. As that seems like a lot of effort. Oh, I, good I lord. Have feed, you seen trees? They suck. Yeah, feed the animals. I, I like I, I'm trees. Just, I like trees. Yeah, but no, I'm just going to be contributing like to trees. someone else's I allergies. Like what, what relationship prompted you to say, I like trees? Did you, I mean, what is your favorite tree? You know, if you love a tree hard enough, you'll get splinters. Yes. Do you have a favorite tree? I do. That's the, weird. Okay, go on. What's your favorite crimson, tree? Crimson maple. Oh, oh, favorite type of tree. I have two of those in my yard. I meant a favorite tree. Like, is there a tree somewhere that when you're having a shitty day, you're like, I got to go visit Merle? Or like, oh, I got to go bang no. that tree. That's right. Or I got to go stick oh. my stick my finger in a knot hole. Now... <laughs> It's like a fence post, jackass. So, no. Well, I'm just asking because. No, no, I. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Um, good question. No, I can tell you which trees are not my favorite, any that are on my property, because i got to take care of them. And trees are needy motherfuckers. And fucking cottonwoods. They're woods. not That's needy. Right. They're not needy. Cottonwoods. They're not needy. Cottonwoods are pain in the ass, because they just, like, They're blow. always growing. That's all I have, all I have in my yard. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Always yeah. growing. Every June, it snows. Right. They're fuckers. always growing, needed to be trimmed, and they fucking, oh, Jesus Christ. The crimson maple. Yeah, I, I understand what a crimson maple is. Beautiful yeah. trees. And why wouldn't you want to come back? It's actually, it's it's actually called a beautiful bean. It's actually called a crimson king maple. Is the long, but oh, crimson maple is the shorthand of it. Yes. All right. Sorry. Didn't mean to be. Not all right. I mean, it's okay. okay. Yeah, all right. If we're gonna, t- if we're gonna dis- discuss arbor here, we need to fucking discuss fucking trees, man. Arboretums yeah. are my jam. Whenever yeah. anybody says, "Hey," Look at this. You can pull off the highway right now and be at the blah, blah, blah Arboretum. I'm like, I'm right there. I'm going to have a burrito at is the Arboretum. That, is that like the mystery spot? <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the G spot. Oh. Has everybody... Has, have you guys... We, I've not been to either. You know. <laughs> sideways. Sideways. The mystery spot on your way up north. Has anybody been to the mystery spot? <laughs> You mean in St. Ignis? No, I haven't been I've there. I've never been there. I've like, driven by. I've, I've sat in the parking lot and went, do I really want to waste like all that money going in to just be shown physics? I, I, I don't know. What is a mystery? What is it? I, I don't know. It's a mystery. My dad it's a would fucking never mystery. fucking drive there. we go by there on vacation. No, I can and tell you. I can tell like, you. I want to go. Here's, like, let's go to the mystery spot. And they're like, no, 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 no. And they would never like take Here's what the kid. mystery spot is. I can, I can sum it up for you in a nutshell, and I've never been there before. It's where a slinky actually works on a set of stairs. That's the mystery spot. A slinky works on every stair. Uh, no, it doesn't. No. 
Not the cheap. Well, my parents don't only buy me the plastic ones. They bought you the stinkies? Yeah. They're like, oh, here's one. It's kind of rainbowy. You're like, no, this is a stinky, no, not a I slinky. I had the original metal. Did you? Slinky. Could you make your slinky work on a set of stairs? How, yes. How, I did. What's your record? How many stairs could you make the slinky slink? Our second flight of stairs in our house was like. Eight stairs, and it would go so down. So you made stairs. a slinky slunk eight stairs. Yes. <laughs> Are you listening yes. to what the words I'm pulling out right now, Adam? I am. <laughs> slinky Terrible. And slunk. Yes. Yes, and I did make my slinky. Slunk so did it slinky? Eight did it slinky or did it slunk? It like. Or did it slink? So what was the cadence? Was it was it pretty oscillating was, the way? It, yeah, it down? was like it had a really good cadence to it. it but you had to yeah. place it on yeah. the edge, and yeah. it went to the edge, yeah. to the edge, to the edge. But right. our stairs were very well constructed, so they were all the same. So is that the key to quality slinking? Is yes. well constructed stairs? Yes, because they all had to be the same dimension. So mm. once that slinky started slinking. And started slunking. It so how old were you when you realized your stairs had dementia? Dementia. Not dementia. Oh, oh, okay. Oh. Uh, I was probably about six or seven when I okay. got it in my Easter basket. Okay. Yes. Were they carpeted? Yes, they were. Did it match the drapes? <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> wow, you're an asshole. Every single day, you're an asshole. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I just my due diligence here. Yeah, but you know, at eight there was. There was so no here's what I would love to have happen. Uh, since we have an email account and we have listeners? Question oh, mark. What? If you can video us, a slinky actually working. Because the most I've ever done with a slinky is maybe like three stairs, and then it just gives up. Oh my God! It, you're an engineer. It, what the it, fuck? Well, I wasn't. So, I was to be not fair, an to be fair, I did not slink a slunk a slinky down the stairs in my adulthood. It's been since I was a, a, a youth when I was younger. So, if you can, if you can send us a video at, at pineapplenipplearsole at gmail or pna podcast express at gmail a video of a slinky slunk and all down, say, I don't know. You said eight eight stairs you made it go? Yeah, well, So we want all, nine or was, better. We want was, nine or better. Yeah. Well, that was all the stairs I had in that flight. And then so it you're had saying, to turn and go around a so landing and down another stairs. Had it been 14 stairs straight I, on? I, I Are you confident you could have nailed that? It, it would have went. It would have nailed it. How it many went. stairs would you think is the so upper threshold stairs. of what it could have? What? So many stairs. Right. So many stairs. I think it would have went, like, to infinity stairs. You know, I will, I will just venture to say... In, in the most tasteful manner, I think my slinky skills could survive 9-11. You think so? Yeah. That's fucking crazy, dude. I love it's that. Shit. I love that claim. I love that I mean, claim. That, that's confidence. Confidence that's, in my slinky skills. Or is it slinky hubris? Well, I gotta admit I did not get that reference, but I think my slinky skills like survived COVID. People who survived 9-11 had to run a lot of stairs. Oh, so, no, oh, 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 but the problem with the slinky is I'm it a home for you. It's a semi-tasteful it, joke. Oh, but the problem with, with, with the stairs from 9-11 is the slinky does not know how to go around the... I would have it, compensated it, before the landing. 
but but the land, but you have a landing, and then you got a turn. It's called English, Slinky English, Slinky Slinglish, Slinglish. I just don't know how you make that turn. Well, that's why I'm the expert here, right? Oh my goodness! But you know what? I would like to see that Slinky in a stairwell. Can you get it to go down eight stairs at a time to a landing and turn and go? Yes. Can you get it to turn? I've seen. I've seen. I've seen people. I've seen people make turns with Slinkies. Yes. So you can make a turn and go now. That would be. It's all about the angle, the approach angle. Exactly. Where we at time wise? Because I feel like I got to pee. Uh, we're, we're actually ready to wrap this oh, up. Oh, well, yeah. let's wrap it up. We've talked enough about slinkies and nonsense and terrible yeah. DJing. Terrible people. And yeah. horrible yeah. Well, people. Well, you know, and which, people just need which, to learn to be honestly, kind. Honestly, 80% of the population are terrible people, so yeah. it's no, not, no oh, surprise. Oh, no, I don't want to go that high yet. I, All right, 77%. You know, I'm going to go 65. Uh, 69%. 60. All right. Well, 69. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Go on. Most people are good people. Sometimes there are concentrations of the ones that are not. And they put oh, them in camps. And then and it makes yeah. it feel oh, like shit. it's 90. Oh, Oh, there oh we shit! Go. I disagreed oh. with you on that. Oh, I, I sold you on that. I saw you on a roll. I'm like, I'm going to sneak this one by. You son of a bitch. That's the Anne Frank memorial moment right there. I was I was thinking more you were going to say, and they put them at receptions. No, but, they put them in camps. And you're like, yes, fuck! Same, same thing. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think, I think everybody at this reception arrived on a train car, so... All right, <laughs> we gotta get out of here. This show's gonna only gonna devolve. Oh yes, oh. it's going going so oh. fast. Oh boy, I know because we got the attention over there. Yep. Yeah. Woodcock. <laughs> Woodcock. <laughs> oh boy. Well, Julie, I thank you for being yes. the voice of reason. Yes, this evening. <laughs> she yeah. was actually in this episode. Yeah, I know. Imagine that. Met. We, we've often thought about an episode that we have in the shoot that uh, we could air in desperation if we needed to. And that was the one we haven't aired of you a long time ago, early oh, in the yeah. podcast. God, thank God. Hey, in a world where Julie Stoliker is the voice of reason. Not in that episode. <laughs> no. All right. We got to get out of this place. Okay. Don't worry. We've all been there. If it's the last thing we ever do. All right, so uh, take us out, I Adam. Think, I think this is the one I got to hit. Yes. That is the one. You want me to do it? Sure, go All for right. it. Thanks for listening to the PNA Podcast Express. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Julie Stoliker, thank you for being our wonderful guest. PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com or pineapple at gmail.com. Make good choices. 